Hey, Punkrockers! Do you like bands like Voodoo Glow Skulls, Willem Scream, Mute, Implant, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends of Rob, Dead by Stereo, Belvedere, Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much the Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> if yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. And they now have mugs. Yeah, wow, the coffee's gonna be great. Go get your merch at EpicMerchStore.com. Hello Punk Rockers, salut les punk, welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 35. My name is Emily, I'm Quebecois, I'm French-Canadian, and I'm happy to be your host. Every week I interview punk rock artists and I make you some repunk-mendations so you can discover incredible bands from all around the world. This week my guest is Mickey of the band Circus Rhapsody from Germany. We talked about the concept of the band and their new album. I'm also making you some repunk-mendations for the band's American Trills from Connecticut, Bambies from Montreal, and 4x4 from Colombia. The show is starting right now! Hello, sweet punk rockers! How are you? I hope you're doing great. I'm doing good. You know, it's October. The days are shorter. The nights are colder. My God, it seems like I'm writing lyrics. <laughs> it's October. The days are shorter. The nights are colder. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm in a self-care mood. Yeah, I want to go for walks as often as possible because the colors are so pretty in Quebec City. And I want to store some vitamin D in my body <laughs> a little because winter is going to be hard as usual. I'm also trying to get motivated to go to the gym like four times a week. I don't know if it's really realistic, but that's my goal. Do it! Just do it! <laughs> I feel so awkward in the gym. So if you have any tips for me, like a specific routine I could do, because I always go there and I don't really have a plan. But tonight it was leg day. <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> I know that sometimes we have to do leg days. So yeah, I do some cardio because I started a very fast punk rock band. And I want to be ready to rock the stage eventually, maybe in a year or so. And I know I have some work to do with cardio. My heart has to be stronger. And going to the gym will definitely help me do that. And it's fun just to get out of my apartment and learn new skills. I love to learn in my life. You probably notice because every time I have a guest, my ultimate goal is to learn something. It's not to pretend that I know everything about punk rock. The more I discover about punk rock, the less I think I, I really know. So yeah, it's just fun to go to the gym and learn how to do some exercises. And this little fall self-care mode makes me want to read a lot of books on my couch, in my bed. And I'm obsessed with cooking some fall soup. <laughs> Some orange soup with sweet potatoes, carrots, butternut squash, ginger. You can't eat this soup standing up. Your knees buckle. Huh? 
Alla fall. I wish it could be fall all year long. I'm not a huge fan of summer, believe it or not. What the fuck? Fall is the best thing in the universe and we are very lucky to have an inclination of the earth so we can have seasons. The earth, it is tilted at an angle of 23.4 degrees. <laughs> and here in Quebec, winters are really hard, but I'm kind of happy to have four seasons. It's fun, except I don't like winter and I don't like very hot summer. I love spring and fall. <laughs> so that being said... I wanted to tell you that I've been working hard on this podcast. I did a bunch of interviews recently and I am so excited to present them to you. If you want, you can join my Patreon page because you have access to all my Zoom interviews without any edit, with all my guests, with exclusive segments and in advance. And the Patreon page is the best way to support the show. Eventually, I will ask my day job to work part-time because I wish I, I really, really wish I had more time to research for the podcast and take more time to record, get some better qualities for you guys. Also, you gave me some feedback about the Swedish special of last week and you told me that you want me to cover other punk rock scenes from all around the world and I'll do it for sure. The next one will probably be about Australia and UK and it was the request of some of my Patreon. And yeah, because Patreons also have priority for topics and questions to my guests. I like to advertise about Patreon. <laughs> because it's really fun for me to build this little, little community there. And it's, it really helps to support the show. Okay, so the plan for today... Like I told you in the introduction, I have three repunkmendations for you today. We're gonna go to Colombia, to Montreal in Quebec, and in Connecticut, USA. It's three totally different styles of punk rock. And also, you're gonna hear the conversation I had with Mickey from the band Circus Rhapsody. Because you also asked me to have interviews with smaller bands and some bands you want to discover a little more than just repunkmendations. And I'm listening to you, my friends. So today the interview is with a band I've already repunkmended you on another episode. And I wanted to know more about them. So yeah, it's going to be a very fun episode. And it's starting now with the first repunkmendation. Repunkmendation! Oh, let's listen to some Colombian pop punk. The band name is Cuatro X Cuatro. So it's like Cuatro X X. I mean X, the letter. <laughs> In French, we say X. So, Cuatro X Cuatro. They were formed in 1999. So, they've been playing together for a fucking while. I like that. And what I like the most about this band is they put some synth in their songs. And I'm totally addicted to, to the result of it. It has a very good vibe. I want you to listen to their song Desde Hoy and you can also check their music video for this song. We can find it on their latest EP called Desde Casa. Let's go. Yeah. 
this song and makes me super happy. And it talks about the things that many people believe are important without really being important and some people neglecting the real priorities of life like family and friends. Interview. And now it's time to listen to the interview I made with Miki of the band Circus Rhapsody from Germany. I played them on the episode with Melanie Kay. She is the one who made me discover this band. So thank you, Melanie. And recently, I had the chance to premiere their new music video on my Facebook page. By the way, you should, should definitely subscribe to the Facebook page. Look for Punk Rocket Music and Podcast. So I premiered it a few weeks ago and I felt honored about it. So we talked about the new music video. I really like Mickey Artistic's vibe. He's a great artist. And the band has also a great concept. So Mickey will explain it in the interview. Don't miss this. Circus Rhapsody has a lot of different music influences. So I had a lot of questions about that for Mickey. And it was fun. Recording in progress. First, um, I'm super happy to meet you. Uh, I don't know a lot of, of German bands, so I think it's a, it's a good occasion to know more about your scene today, your band, because I discovered your band maybe like two months ago only. So yeah, I, I really want to know more about it. So at first, can you just tell the listener a little uh, story of your band? Like uh, when did it start? How did you form it? Sure, let's do the basics first. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a basic question, <laughs> but I think it's fun for the listener to start with like those knowledges about bands. Yeah, sure thing. Mm. Yeah, we are Circus Rhapsody. We are from Berlin. And uh, we do music together since 2009, so 12 oh, years. long time. So, um, yeah, and um, we just, um, no, no, we not just finished. We finished our uh, third album, just mm -hmm. kidding. In November, no, in March 20, 2020, okay. um, COVID happens. And then we postponed oh, yeah. the whole thing. I guess uh, uh, the story is typical for those times now. But during that time, it was like, okay, we now have the time to find the right label because our old label mm. dropped us. Um, they were more into the mm, ska, reggae, dub, hip hop thing. And we are like a folk punk ska punk thing and that was like okay uh we want to go more in the direction electro music so um this is it for you now and uh, so we have the time to find a new label and then mm. we met many vanity records after hundreds and tons of conversations with oh. labels with uh, other people with friends and here and there and yeah uh, and uh, when we decided to to drop the album finally this was this june so, uh, four months ago. Mm. Uh, yeah, we... <laughs> okay. Is there an uh, earthquake in Germany it, it right was now? Like, <laughs> it was for the effect, so you know oh, yeah. that this was a, that was a big <laughs> thing in the history of the band. Because for and the everything fall apart. <laughs> the, for the listeners, you can't see, but on the Zoom meeting, all the CDs in your, um, like, your shelves are, just fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I yeah. thought there was an earthquake, like I was uh, watching an earthquake yeah, in life. <laughs> typical German earthquakes happen every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about um, the label and releasing the new album. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, mm. And it was like, 
like the coolest thing that um, I, I, I tried to, uh, to 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 get a European label, a German label, and um, hmm, by surprise it was like, okay, the answer is in English. Oh, okay, medical vanity records is from California, not from Germany. Uh, oops, uh, after after writing hundreds of mails, it was like, okay, uh, but. Um, As, as you heard, maybe uh, the album is like very diverse. Like every song has yeah, another uh, genre. Certainly want to talk to you about that because it's impressive how many influences I can hear in your music. Yeah, and um, yeah, may maybe later more about that. But um, uh, most of the labels said, "Okay, you can't sell this shit. It's more a compilation really? than an album." Especially oh. uh, four of us uh, three are lead singers in the band so every song sounds very different and yeah. uh, and and jake the owner of mannequin vanity records was like okay i don't understand the message because it's german but i listened to the music and i loved it and can we please work together and that was oh. uh, the start of that and uh, since then um we have our first first listeners overseas wow <laughs> yeah they, yeah i saw your album uh a little everywhere on social medias, which is a good sign. But yeah, let's talk about your influences. Because, okay, you started uh, 11, 12 years ago, 12. 12 and 12. did you always have that mix of influences? Because I hear some metal, skate punk, ska, rock and roll, like old <laughs> rock and roll style, like the 50s. Uh, so was it always like this? Or, or it was with time you just decided to try new stuff i yeah i guess when you when you hear uh, listen to album after album uh, you can hear the change um i came to berlin when i was 20 and uh, short afterwards I, i i built the band and mm -hmm. i was totally into misfits i loved them I, all, all the all the stuff uh, from from the old 80s stuff to the 90s and and the yeah, yeah, yeah. the newer stuff is like okay but um so I wanted to do a horror punk band. And oh, okay. uh, the first album is very influenced uh, by those uh, Misfits, uh, Calabrese, all the American horror punk bands, but also the German, like Crimson Ghost, the other and stuff. Yeah. And um, over the first couple of months, it was like, okay, we also always, uh, we, um, we played gigs, but we hadn't have a, f a, f a fixed lineup. Mm -hmm. And so it changed every once in a while. And then I met our guitar player, Mahatze, mm -hmm. after nearly a year, And uh, we just fell in love with each other. Uh, he's the, like the coolest guy, one of my best wow. friends uh, since we met. And but he was like, okay, I'm more fans like uh, the Stray Cats and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, maybe we, but I, I love North X. Maybe we can combine these two things because El Jefe is not about this whole distortion thing. When he plays, he's more like knowing what he's doing. And so was Mahatze. And it was like, hey, let's do a compromise. And then it was like, uh, I know, punkabilly stuff. And when we pl uh, met our, our drummer, Eric, <laughs> it was like he was in a metalcore band before. Oh, and it was like, yeah, let's, I let's can do, see that, together. yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess um, everyone in the band is still happy because everyone can play what he wants. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. And we were a three-piece for a long time. And every once in a while, we had like we had an accordion player for a couple of years. We had a trumpet player for a couple of years. Um, and our violin player, who was yeah. like a guest for a long time, is now a, um, a, a member of the, of the band full-time. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. And so this whole folk punk thing was like, okay, we have those instruments, so we use them. Yeah. Oh, I, li I like that. 
And for me, and, and it's kind of risky to do that mix of styles because people can say like, I don't know where this band is going, but at the same time, I think you still have a common punk attitude that wrap it up. You know, I don't know how to say that in English. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think I yeah, feel the punk spirit everywhere, even if, yeah, there's a lot of different influences. Mm -hmm. um, I guess when we, when, when we play live, especially when we do festivals and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, it's like uh, the people stay in front of the stage. That's cool because they, it's not like, okay, I know what they're doing and I'm bored now and I go. Yeah. It's more like, okay, what will happen next? And the other thing is we have a cotton candy machine on stage and that's uh, how we catch the people to stay and, <laughs> uh, and come. And um, that's that. Uh, but yeah, uh, to be honest, when we doing promotion and stuff for the album, for the last album or for this album, it's like, okay, I don't know what to do with this. That's I what understand. most of the labels said, like I said before. Yeah, uh, you started the interview with this, like, where are you going with this? And the label are like, not sure about if yeah, it yeah. fits with their general yeah, it's, mm. it's like we want this one song that sound like the band uh, everyone knows and all the other songs have to be the same but not as good because we need to, we need a single and that's kind of hard and that's like i had this discussion like a couple of times and it's like okay and if the people don't want it um i i don't mind we do what we love and uh Yeah. Uh, and and people who likes music is are not about like I want to have a band that is like North X because I know every North X album and I want new music <laughs> yeah. that sounds the same and that's and at the um, end it's the crowd reaction that it's the most important like you said yeah. if people stay it's a good sign yeah and we are a live band we are a touring band and yeah. so this is uh, what uh, what it's all about. Good. And you describe you you talked a little about it already, but you described the band as a circus party with cotton candy. <laughs> so you, you, <laughs> yeah. may, you might have lots of influences, lots of genres, but you have a concept for the band. They're like a I circus. So. I want to know more yeah. about that. That circus, uh, of course, the name is there, Circus Rhapsody. But what about this concept? Um, I guess it started when I wanted to have this uh, horror theme thing, yeah, like this typical horror circus. Uh, because the artwork of your band is like mysterious, kind of like, yeah. Kind of cute. Yeah, cute. But like, it's. I, I feel like there's a... I, I'm not surprised you're, you're telling me that you have uh, horror punk influences personally. I can yeah. feel it in the artwork and this concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a fan. Oh, I was a big fan when I was younger from uh, of the um, of the Happy Tree Friends, like these uh, little cute little animals who kill them uh, each other with uh, <laughs> most violent uh, stuff, and that was the idea. Yeah. And um, a good friend of mine, uh, just the artwork. His name is Olada Colada. Great guy. <laughs> and um, he had this idea of this girl holding a cotton candy, uh, but instead of a cotton candy, it's a, it's, a, it's a brain with a spine on it that's bloody. And this is where that started. Like, ah, this cotton candy thing is a good idea because he took the circus theme together with the horror theme. And when we talked about, let's have something special on stage, it was like, ah, Let's do this. It's already on the on the cover. It was the cover of the uh, first album, and um, yeah, 
fit it perfectly. Oh. And afterwards, it was like, okay, we are. Hmm, it's 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 not cool to say it about ourselves, but we are like energetic on mm -hmm. on stage. Oh, sure. Like we jump around and stuff. Um, totally. I mean, it's I, it's the skate punk uh, influence of mine. Yeah. Like <laughs> doing, doing doing jumps and uh, talking a lot and doing sick jokes on on stage. Burping and our in the mic. No, I don't know. <laughs> Having too yeah. much beer and burp in the mic. No. <laughs> Never drinking before stage. <laughs> But yeah, um, I get the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally a punk energy on the stage. Yeah. And um, at some point, our we have a like a country song where we where we weren't sure if we wanted to do um, um, drums. Mm -hmm. And then the, the drummer said, okay, I could juggle doing the song. And then he started that. And... Um, Yeah, and, and part for part, after, year after year, we had more ideas to do this whole circus thing. So it um, was a oh. process. It started with a Queen song, Circus Rhapsody. Um, ah, yeah. Thing. And um, yeah, and the theme came afterwards. Yeah. Over time. And yeah. it's interesting because in circus, you have different types of shows. And you, you have different types of songs. So... Oh, that's It's, good. I use that from now on. That's yeah. cool. I like, I like it. <laughs> I'm a clown because I'm not athletic. Um, just, <laughs> You're just <yeah>. funny. <laughs> Some people say so. Some people say good. so. <laughs> I want to talk a little more about the, the more recent album, Just Kidding. Uh, what are the themes when you have a band like this? Uh, what are you writing about? Is it political? Is it like most jokes? What do you like to write? Hmm. On this album, maybe I start uh, first from album to album. When I do the horror thing, I uh, I doing songs about horror mm -hmm. movies, old horror movies. Okay. Uh, the second album was telling horror stories. Uh, I oh. I wrote it very uh, um, many 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 um, um, horror stories myself, and that was the second album. And on the third album, it was like, hmm, let me think about it. It's song after song, different things. For example, the song "The Captain," mm -hmm. where we um, uh, is uh, a love song. I wrote about our guitar player because his nickname is the Captain. Um, ah. hmm, Rock and Roll Black Cat is like a grumpy guy in a, in a, in a club. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I tell you what, I have a cigarette and my beer, and I'm standing here, I have my leather jacket, and I don't like to dance <laughs> because I'm too cool. Stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, so I guess uh, it's uh, like funny stuff. But every once in a while, I love these um, horror theme stuff especially no. um we have this song called all hell breaks loose which is obviously a title of a, of a misfit song yeah. and um and there it's it said there is nothing more frustrating than a zombie masturbating so, <laughs> and uh, for that one we had the luck to have dr chat from the misfits uh, for backing vocals i was like okay What do you want from me? Do you want me to sing your vocals or can I do something new? And I said, okay, let's do yours. And he said, okay, I guess now it's a Misfits kind of song. So we did this, oh. whoa, this goes. <laughs> I was like, uh, when, when he sent me uh, his, uh, his, his vocals for the song and a first, like, yeah. a first mix of, of his voice, I sat in my old room at my parents' house where I listened to the Misfits when I was 14, 15. I was like, Oh my God, he did it. Uh, that's too crazy. <laughs> would you think yeah. about that when you were young, that uh, you would come up with that kind of song with 
Never. No. I, yeah. I when we play this song on stage, especially on this tour, I, I always said like, "This is a high five to myself." Oh years yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Great. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Best. It's amazing. Okay, so you're still into writing about horror stuff, and yeah, yeah. everything that comes to our minds. The the last song, for example, is called Ghost, and it's a bit about uh, the the film, uh, the, the movie Ghost, oh, and okay. um, we try to do a little hmm, musical number with it. Um, that's the genre, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it depends on the song. Mm -hmm. We always do. Oh, there's maybe maybe that's interesting. Maybe not. Um, we I'm always sure have a song that's uh, that has the title of the album before and tells the story of the artwork. Oh, so the, the second album was telling horror stories, and uh, the thing that happens on the artwork is the story oh, of the song on the album afterwards. I love that. It's like um, oh, oh Damn, yeah. I thought it was my idea. It's, it's a like good what? idea. It's I I'm trying to find words in English right now, <laughs> ah. but it's like a good uh, not turning back, but a flashback to the past and like you. Yeah, maybe I like that. Ah, <laughs> great! And you also worked with uh, one of the guy I really like, the band uh, from the band uh, Intellectual, Willem. Yeah. How, yeah. How did you um, come up with this? Was he uh, already your friend, or you just? Love the band, and you you asked him how did it work for this collab? Europe isn't that big. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's so much fun so... to travel in Europe. You like you you're in Paris. You take a train to Amsterdam, and then you go to Belgium, and like ah oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, it's it's it sounds like that it's a big thing, but it's, it's yeah. Not. <laughs> it's Small just world. it's just town after town. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, uh, it's it's cool that you have the the the. the um, the chance to to do uh, trips and have that many culture around you. I mean, um, I very appreciate it. But uh, yeah, um, intellectual. I, I'm a fan of the band for for years, and um, I'm what I say. The uh, skate punk influences are mine. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, um, I guess every tour or trip we do with a band, it's like I have this new skate punk band I like to show you. Oh, really? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the rest of the band said. And uh, um, we played a festival together. Uh, two or three years ago. Oh, okay. And it was like, oh, I'm looking forward to your show. And um, uh, Willem and me, we just uh, um, talked the night out and we said, let's stay in contact. I mean, uh, Berlin mm -hmm. and, uh, and um, Netherlands is like 500 kilometers. So oh, when you easy. do all the band booking yourself, it's like, okay, you have to do the contacts yourself. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, when you do, when you do want to do uh, Berlin, I can help you out. Um, mm -hmm. And when we come to the Netherlands, he likes to help us out. And um, yeah, we had the song Circus, um, which was like a very uh, skate punky. Yeah, um, and it's the beginning, thing. it's the, the starter of the album, right? It's like the first yeah. song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I wanted to start this whole thing with um, a little bit of energy. Happens now. 
We had this uh, C part in the song. It was like, we, we, um, we I don't know the English word. Uh, the song was like three tones deeper when mm -hmm. I sang it first. And it was like, ah, let's do more energy. Let's put this thing higher, three notes. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, but then I can't sing the C part because like, ah, and I'm not Zoli Teglas. So um, <laughs> we need to... <laughs> Nobody we, is Zoli Teglas. <laughs> Not even the new singer. That, that's why I was a little <laughs> worried about them having a new singer, but it's totally yeah. fine. He, Finally, I'm super he, happy. <laughs> he does a good job. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So you wanted to have a higher pitch for that song. Uh, yeah. I, I, the first idea was to have a higher pitch, but that's not possible for a human being. And that's uh, <laughs> like, okay, let's do, let's search for another character of voice that, fits into it mm -hmm. and so i i told willem about the problem and he was like okay i can i can i can try i can sing it and uh, then i gave him um, the whole rough mix and he sang over it and was mm -hmm. like that's cool that's uh, something uh, he, he changed the melody and stuff and it was like ah yeah now it fits because oh. now it's a breakdown and not not a step not a step up but a different thing that um, yeah runs the whole song and that was cool And you also made a video, a music video for that song. Yeah. How was it? Uh, um, yeah, we did all our videos uh, DIY. And oh, we did yeah. them all, all this, uh, when the start of this year. And um, I guess when you, when, you, when you watch all the videos for Revolution, Invader Zim and uh, Circus, mm -hmm. you can see that we got better every time because everything was like no budget. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I say no budget, but in fact, um, uh, we did the video in uh, my my favorite bar. Okay. Oh. And uh, <laughs> you have the shirt. And it was like, nice. And like uh, the owner is is a friend of mine, and um, she said, okay, you can have the bar, and you can take everything you want. It was during the lockdown, so. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and here, uh, just write down what you drink, and afterwards you can pay like uh, what I pay in the market. And so maybe it was the most expensive video. Wow. Nice. We had, I mean, it was like, it was in March or April and the first time in a pub for over a year. And so it was like, okay, we are here with the whole crew mm -hmm. and we did the video and now we drink in a pub Party. finally. That was pretty expensive. Oh thing. yeah. But I guess. Uh, the video turned out great, I guess. And yeah. um, mm -hmm. there's that. Yeah. And I had, thank you for letting me premiere it. On I thank media. you for doing that. <laughs> that was the first time I was doing it. I, I liked it. It was a, a fun partnership we had for this. And so now you're in the middle of a tour, a pretty big tour, a lot of dates. Yeah. What was the show just, yesterday? Uh, um, the show was cool. Yeah. And the after show party was like a bit exhausting because <laughs> it was like, okay, we now have free time for two weeks. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so we uh, made drink a lot and oh. um and oh, oh no poor you <laughs> that's why you overslept a little today 
Um, yeah. I mean, uh, in Germany, it's like uh, 10, not 9, 9.30. Oh, yeah. Did you have a little coffee to help? Always super helpful. I, I and would go to bed afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we drove for five hours back. Uh, where, was little, where was it? Where was it? Bremen. Bremen is like in the north of Germany. And oh. yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we had, we had a, a, a good night out after the, after the gig. And nice. it was like, okay, who is uh, um, sober enough to, to drive the, the first 100 kilometers before we, before we skip? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was that, yeah. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good luck for me. We have a bed in the van. Oh, uh, that's cool. And we cool. can sleep during mm. the drive. Yeah. And how, how, how are the shows so far? Because, I mean, you had quarantine. It's like a little better now. So I guess the crowd are crazy because they are super happy to go back to shows. Yeah, it, it depends on the uh, on the part of Germany, if you are allowed to dance or not. We had uh, some dates where the people sat with a mask on and others was like, okay, we have the, like the 2G. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and there the people danced like crazy yeah like yesterday like yesterday it was like <gasps> I, I touch you during dancing maybe I do some pogo <gasps> maybe I do crowd surfing <gasps> Whoa! and it was like it was like the happiest faces and there were some uh, people who were bringing by their friends like okay first gig after quarantine you have to see Circus Rhapsody a friend of mine told the story sure and, and this person came up to us and never listened to our music and was like They have cotton candy and it's dancing music. I love Morning. everything. <laughs> yeah. Just you should have a roller coaster too, <laughs> and like a. <laughs> yeah, we should. Have. When you're gonna have more budget, you can add a roller coaster and eye <laughs> yeah, wheel uh, and stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. Or maybe at least uh, doing the van in a like a, like a roller coaster style. Yeah. Like Why not? Like The problem is um, punk rock and more budget doesn't fit together. <laughs> totally, I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're happy and rich in our heart. Oh, nice saying. Yeah. Right. We do this for love. And I want to talk a little uh, before we go uh, about German bands and venues. So where is the most fun place to play in Germany? Besides your, uh... <laughs> um, I am a big fan of Berlin. I live here for Berlin. 13 mm -hmm. years now. And um, Berlin Kreuzberg is like uh, the thing you want to go when you want to have German punk rock. Ah, oh, cool. I guess. And um, there's this one street when I was 20, it came to town first. It was like, oh, there's the Cortex. Like this is the uh, mm -hmm. record store you want to go. Oh. Um, this is where, like, I, was it maybe the second or the third weekend? I just took a walk during to Kreuzberg and was like, oh, there's the cortex. Mm. Maybe I just uh, um, see what, maybe, maybe I find something. Oh, there's a big crowd. Um, excuse me, what, what is up here? Uh, Billy Bayo is playing here a little show before his uh, real show tonight. And I said, okay, I know who's Billy Bayo, the singer of Biohazard. Oh. oh. Oh, how much is it? It's a free show. It's like What? in the record store. Nice. I'm at the right place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is how Berlin started for me. And uh, Oranienstrasse is like, uh, there you have the Cortex, a uh, bit down the street, you have the Frankenbar. And just over the street is like the SO36, which is like, I don't know, our CBGBs. 
Maybe mm-hmm. it's bigger, but uh, it's like where they they all play. Like uh, oh. when Pennywise is in town, they play there. And, okay, so um, it's a like big Wang venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's fun. And Good. Five, six hundred, maybe eight. I'm I'm bad with it. Maybe, but nearly. I don't know oh. uh, capacity, and uh, that's like the place you want to. Oh. And is there are there other German band I should know about like skate punk bands or ska band that I should know? Yeah, uh, a couple of a lot of. Yeah, I know. But, but I know when you when you ask me now and I'm, I'm a bit tired uh, thinking about things. I uh, know. Uh, but uh, if you um, want, you can <laughs> send me two or three ideas I could add to the playlist for this episode. Oh yeah. What about that? I love to. Yeah. Sure and do you know that I I had when I was in college a long time ago a German semester to learn um I mean German language class so I learned a few words but I forgot everything all I Try remember it. is like ich spreche deutsch nicht sehr gut Oh ich, sehr gut Ich komme aus Quebec ich habe ein cat ich trinke bier That's it. I forgot everything else because I ha- I never had the chance to practice. Uh, but it was pretty good and the pronunciation was great. Ich liebe punk rock. Yeah, and I love punk rock too. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miki. That was an amazing conversation. I'm happy I learned more about your band, your scene. Have a great rest of tour. And um, maybe before we go, we can... Talk to us about your next projects and where we can find your bands. I w- I'm going to post all the links in the show notes to the episode so people can find easily. But cool. yeah, what's next for you? Next for us. Um, that tour? Uh, we will continue the tour in November, mm-hmm. doing a few dates. Uh, <clears throat> just German and something around like we play in Poland and Czech. And uh, mm. uh, maybe we do maybe we do more. Uh, the UK tour will be next uh, oh, spring. Cool. Until then, we work on a little EP for songs that didn't make it to the album. Oh, this is one thing, and we want to continue what we started uh, earlier the year that we um, cover bands, bandmates oh. of our label. Oh, yeah, that's we did good. this already. That we cover them and they cover us, and uh, ah. there are a couple of bands uh, left that we want to do. Oh, so it's like a split exchange, like Rancid did with NoFX back in the days. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit like that. Uh, but um, yeah, when we came to the label, we already did this uh, with friended bands of us, and it was like, okay, <laughs> we have a chat uh, a chat room mm-hmm. where we that we call Man mm-hmm. Van Fam, like the mannequin vanity records family. Oh. And I said, okay, when if we use the word family, I want everyone to know everyone everything about the others. And so at least let's say everyone covers a song of each other. Oh. And that that's nice to to grow together. It's it's nice to to learn new music to yeah. when when we play together gigs together we can like doing stuff on stage together. Mm-hmm. And this is what we uh, did. We cover we covered like uh, Stephen Jenny Jackson like uh, Cal Bordell. Uh, we are about to do um uh, uh the late great Charlie Borsky and these are all amazing bands that we share the label with and um, this is the next project did you say Steve and Jeannie Jackson yeah they're from my local scene they're amazing oh yeah they are um, uh, they're from Quebec yeah yeah they're nice I I know I like them good (laughs) so I'm gonna let you go to sleep and thank you so much that's a very nice conversation I'm sure the listeners will really enjoy discovering your band a little more 
hope so. Emily, thank you for having me. Ah, uh, thank you, Mickey. <laughs> Danke schön. Merci. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so much fun with Mickey. If you want to know more about the band Circus Rhapsody, check the show notes. I put a lot of links. Repugmentation. I recently discovered the band Bambies from Montreal and oh my god, I love them. They have members from Canada, France and Costa Rica. They are playing a great mix of garage punk, punk and roll, <laughs> punk rock, <laughs> the party ambience is just crazy good. And I want you to listen to their song Summer Soon, even if it's more like winter soon in Quebec. <laughs> We can find this song on their new album, Summer Soon. This album was released on Spaghetti Town Records in the US and Wanda Records in Europe. American Trills from Connecticut and that's the last repunkmentation for today. I discovered them recently and I was just shocked because it's really good. <laughs> they were formed during pandemic so it's a very recent band and they already released an EP. They named it Old Things. It's a very good punk emo band. I got lots of emotions for real while I was listening to the EP and the vocal is so amazing. My favorite song is Discount Casket and we're gonna listen to it right now. Something good, my friend He could have been something good, my friend But now 
it's not, it's not where I grew up Cause my heart still lives in the roots of my mom and father's house I didn't plan to be here, it's just where I ended up So we'll pay our last respects tonight and we'll scatter all your dust News with Emily Plamondon. Oh, good news. Lars Frederiksen from Rancid said that he's going to release a new solo EP. It's going to include six tracks and some previously released song, but I think it's going to be like um, remixed and reworked. The EP is called To Victory and it's going to be available on November 19 on Pirates Press Records. The Canadian band Chicks Dig It is going to celebrate their 30th anniversary at the Bovine Sex Club in Toronto. This is a very legendary venue. And this venue is going to also celebrate their 30th birthday. <laughs> it's going to be great. So Chicks Dig It is going to play there on November 4, 5 and 6. Six. I should go there, right? Ah. Offspring released a new video for their song, The Opioid Diaries. And this song is on their latest release, Let the Bad Times Roll. Ooh, Spam Records just got a new gem because the band Love Equals Dead is gonna release a B-side compilation on this label. Yeah. It's gonna be available on October 29th and also the band is also recording new stuff. And some listeners told me that it sounds like old AFI and I think it's a very good thing because I really love old AFI way more than the new AFI. But I have nothing against new AFI, it's just that I prefer the old one. Also, if you want to have tracks for focusing on a task or meditating, I suggest you you listen to the new MBN song from Jeff Rosenstock. Because he released such a song and it's called MBN 106-3000 and it's with a lot of synth. It's super ambient, like it says. Last week, I told you about a new song from Jim Lindbergh of Pennywise, and now we know that he's going to release a solo album on November 19. This date is only for the digital version, and I think we're going to have to wait until May for the physical, like maybe some vinyl. And the album is going to be called Songs from the Hellcorn Trail. And oh, Propagandy released, re-released the album Two Days Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes. They remixed it, remastered it, and they included four or five bonus tracks. And it's already available on Fat Records. I don't know if it's already sold out, though. You should check. And oh, I really want it, but I already have the first version. And I have, like, a rule with myself. <laughs> that I don't buy a vinyl I already have, even if it's remixed. But I'm still really, really excited because I bought um, colored vinyl of Survival of the Fattest and ah, I can't wait to receive it. I know that some people received it already and I'm still waiting here in Quebec. Bah. 
If you like cover songs, I love cover songs, as you may know. <laughs> But if you like Operation Ivy covers, you should definitely check the collaboration between We Are the Union and Eve Six because they released a cover of Sound System. I think they played it live at the Riot Fest. And I think it's really amazing because Laura Jane Grace uh, started a petition for an Operation Ivy reunion. I was so happy she did that. <laughs> but I don't think it worked. I don't know if it's ever gonna work, but we can still have hope. We need Unity <laughs> to ask a reunion show or a reunion album, or I don't know, a reunion something from Operation Ivy. We could say to Jesse Michaels, come on, Jesse, just another crowd. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this is the end for today, my friends. I hope you like this episode. Next week, oh, I'll present you the conversation I had with Dave McWayne of Big D and the Kids Table. We talked about the new album and I asked him your questions. Don't miss this. I want to say a huge thank you to Epic Merch Store, our sponsor, and also to Scott Alquist from 10 Football for the edit and co-production of the show. I always need your support and your interaction, my friends. So if you want, you can subscribe to your favorite platform so you won't miss an episode. I really need you to share the episodes you like and tag your friends on my Instagram. If you think that some of your punk rock friends could like the show, you can also subscribe to the Patreon page for exclusive content. And it's a good way to support the show. You can also make one-time donation on PayPal and on Buy Me A Coffee. I can't wait to be back next week, but until then, punk your life! <laughs>